0: Hey everybody, Link here from the Dayton Poetry Slam, and welcome to the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Here's how this works. This is one half of a show from the past, so enjoy it. Um, Check out our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Check out our YouTube page, Dayton Slam, and look us up on all modes of social media. And now, enough of me yapping let's get to me introducing the show, or Jonathan introducing the show, or Quiet Storm introducing the show, or somebody else, but let's get to the show. Oh, and this episode, we're looking at a show back from the 20th of March, 2022. Oh, and don't mind the audio, it's not always gonna sound like this. There was a snafu with the soundboard. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, folks, just a word of warning. We are recording this show right now for our YouTube page. It's not live on YouTube because that never fucking works. So it'll be posted within the next 48 hours. If you signed up for the open mic or the slam and you do not want your viewing on uh, YouTube, it said that on the top of the page, but I like to remind folks, please come let us know. We will edit you out of the show uh, that when it goes up on YouTube tomorrow. So. That man behind, ladies and gentlemen, trans and fans, and anything else I happen to say, please give a huge round of applause to your host for the first half of the night,
1: Jonathan. You can do fucking better than that. Come
2: on. I like
3: I like Thank you.
4: I know, I didn't. I actually got to cut at Platinum Black Salon, just over there. Shameless plug! Shameless plug, yeah. Are paying us? When I, I, I told Blink that when I got up here, I was going to do a little thing that he would appreciate, just walk up here and be like, hey, yo. <laughs> didn't watch wrestling from like 1991 until like 1999. You probably are not supposed to be able to place that wrestling. However, I encourage you all to go home and type Scott Hall or Razor Ramon into the YouTubes and watch some high quality 90s wrestling action. Go to Peacock! Isn't that a premium feature, though? Okay. That's almost worth it. I thought it was going to be more than that. We got a whole for WWF, like every automatic- yeah. I saw that on there, but I just assumed the premium content was gonna be like $9 a month or something. And I can watch Grounded for Life, and Little House on the Prairie, and what else do you really need in life besides those two shows? A lot of stuff, actually. Third Rock from the Sun, that's what I like. Third Rock from the Sun is an excellent show. By the way, for anybody that has not been here in the past, I guess, like two years, the white thing on the microphone is a microphone condom. The microphone condoms are in the white claw bucket. There being condoms in a white claw bucket has a certain amount of sim- symbolism to it, but these are uh, to, to keep the microphone from getting nasty. Much like a regular condom, you should put your own on and take it off when you're done. Don't share it. Don't flush it down the toilet. Do you want to take it home and keep it as a trophy, you're fucking weird. To go for it. I think Link's still working the levels a little bit. So I'm gonna just keep talking for a moment so that he can get things where he needs them to be. Do you want me to go talk into the other microphone as well? No, we're good. Okay, we're good? I got it. Alright, hold that in mind, How the hell are y'all doing tonight? I think Link would make y'all try again, but I feel that's an accurate representation of the week that you had. My voice is like a Dinosaur Junior album that keeps feeding back into the speakers. I just made myself apparently very old because- You are! I, yeah, I know, I know. Thank you for reminding me of what I just, okay, yeah. get this evening moving right along because I don't have anything witty to say and I'm smart enough to know not to try at this point. So y'all put your hands together for your first poet of the night who could be literally
0: anyone on the list
4: because no one wrote not first next to their name. How
0: many poems, Jonathan?
4: How many poems? Well, due to the number of people in the open mic and in the slam and the crossover between the two, everybody in the open mic gets to read one poem this evening. If you want to read a second poem, we encourage you to come back April 3rd and read it then. Some would argue that's a first poem on a different night, but life is cumulative. All
5: right, y'all put your hands
4: together for your first poet of the evening. <laughs> so
0: many names. Teacher!
4: <laughs> also, but microphones are available to be used if you
6: are still inclined to stand over there. Once upon a moment. Our drums of revolution, it was a renegade's romantic vision of a revolt against our institutions. Action by the masses that would border on the drastic and expel corruption's cancer from our machiavellian capital. But when I had this vision, oh, it looked a little different. I had not dreamt about an uprising wrought with such division, fueled by such intentional confusion and blind hatred. Crusaders for a monarchy and a mob of pseudo-patriots with only the intention of maintaining power for the powerful, the installation of an emperor, the country his, never ours. Instead, I dreamt about a population so united and awoken to the fact that it was the system that had divided them. Two, if only for a moment, set aside their disagreements about all their identities and ideologies to see that only if together can they send their message to elitists, whether those in government or business or armed forces, with whichever sitting president himself included. This was obvious, of course, but here within this strange new world where I've come to find myself, the revolutionaries of today have left their history books shelved. shelf and chosen now, of all the times, to take a backward dive, a leap into a blind abyss, as uncertain as suicide. Except, of course, for those well-read, that leap is not uncertain. It's as predictable to us as is the view behind our curtain, because it's one we've peered through many times, for many years now gone to find that on the other side there lies a stove twice touched with one stone hot. It's happened many times before, another means for man to conquer, an ancient social bargain every nation has been offered. But you don't have to be an expert on histories, Mussolini's or Stalin's to see that in the here and now, divided, we have fallen.
4: Give it up one more time for teacher. Would you like to share what's so funny with the rest of the, <laughs> the class <laughs> It looked like you were digging in your butt. Yeah. No, nah, I was looking for the microphone condom. In
2: your butt? Wait a minute.
4: <laughs> would be very sanitary. You know, <laughs> <the
2: microphone. laughs>
4: But yeah, maybe that's where I'm at. You're not wrong. But you're not right either.
3: <laughs> so, you up your goddamn mind? <laughs> a big one. I was having a
4: conversation about whether or not the butt is a pocket or not.
0: <laughs> that's the conversation going on? That, yes, that was the conversation. To the dating poetry slam.
4: We agreed that it is, but maybe kind of like, you know, reserve. Just ease of access issues. Especially if you've already got pants on. With that in mind, y'all put your hands together for our next poet of the evening.
7: Senor! Yeah, at least somebody at the table will get thrown into the fray, right?
2: I am a Spanish teacher, and I was actually going to read two tonight, but since I can only read one, I was going to read you the original version in Spanish by a man named Gustavo Alba Instead, I'm going to read my translation of that poem, which is Rhymes 24 Two red tongues of fire on the same branch that approach and connect from kissing form a single flame. Two notes of a loose, swept simultaneously by a hand, they meet each other in space in and harmoniously embrace. Two waves that come together to die on the beach, and when breaking are crowned with a silver bloom. Two shreds of vapor that rise off the lake, and when reunited in the sky, forms one white cloud. Two ideas that sprout as a pair, two kisses that explode at the same time, two echoes that are confused. Those are our
4: two souls. Give it up one more time for send Hey, Lincoln. Hey, Jonathan. If all these lovely people were to come to our show on April 3rd, what do we have in store for them? Weird shit, apparently, right now. Okay, that's odd. Uh,
0: we've got. Um, oh, hold on. We're doing like three things at once. Hold on. So, what are you talking about? April 3rd, that's a feature. That is a feature. Letitia Ellis. Woo! It is Letitia Ellis. I Which, I mean, that's, that's lightning on cocaine in a cage. So.
4: Basically, get your parents to sign your permission slips.
0: Yes. Um, and then an open mic at night. Um, it's not Easter, so that's kind of it. Oh, oh, on the eighth is something else special. Why don't you tell what's on the eighth?
4: On the eighth, we will be participating in an event at the our Dayton Arcade, which is. Very close to Courthouse Square. It's roughly that direction. If y'all know where the Schuster Center is, just go there and then walk south. I think, is that right, Link? I don't know. Walk across the street. Yeah, walk across the street. Walk to the other side of Courthouse Square. It's
0: the arcade. It's a historic monument. We're doing a fucking open bike there that We night. are. It's gonna be amazing. Um, Lots of people you know already here reading in that one. Lots
4: of fun. Actually, if you don't know where the Arcade is, bring me your phone and I'll show you how Google Maps works. Or MapQuest, as everyone my age still inevitably calls it. MapQuest! MapQuest! Motherfuckers still owe me money. By the way, if you notice Link in the back, taking pictures on his phone, he has assured me it is for non-creepy purposes, and he is posting them to our Instagram. You'd like to quiz him on that. He'll be back there for all of your quizzing needs. If you see yourself on our Instagram while you're up here on stage and Link has not already tagged you because... I know oh, that sounded kind of cool, actually. I was enjoying the feedback. If you see yourself on our Instagram while you're up here on stage and Link has not already tagged you because there is no earthly way we could remember everyone's Instagram handle? Tag yourselves in the comments. Have I covered all the major housekeeping issues, Link? Yeah! All right, with that, then we'll go ahead and move on to our next poet in the open mic. Y'all, put your hands
0: together for Tui!
5: (laughs) Not here yet,
4: y'all. Come on, keep it going.
5: Don't milk it, don't milk it a little bit. Is that good? Yeah. All here? Cool. Alright. So I'm reading someone else's shit. First <laughs> cool. uh, this one's for my homie, uh, his name's Henry Rollins. If you, Um I just saw him live actually last Sunday. He's awesome, fucking awesome guys. Uh, he's basically this guy that was raised on Ritalin. He's very hyperactive and intense. He has a shitty uh, father. Crazy guy, but anyways, he wrote this little spoken word piece. It's called I Know You. And so it goes like this. I'm going to do my best impression of him, by the way, so bear with him. I know you. You were too short. You had bad skin. You couldn't talk to them very well. Words didn't seem to work. They lied when they came out of your mouth. You tried so hard to understand them. You wanted to be a part of what was happening. You saw them having fun, and it seemed like such a mystery, almost magic. made you think that there was something wrong with you. You look in the mirror and try to find it. You thought that you were ugly, and that everyone was looking at you. So you learned to be invisible, to look down, to avoid conversation. The hours, days, weekends, ah, the weekends, nights alone. Where were you? In the basement? In the attic? In your room? Working some job just to have something to do? Just to have a place to put yourself. Just to have a way to get away from them. A chance to get away from the ones that made you feel so strange and ill at ease inside of yourself. Did you ever get invited to one of those parties? You sat and wondered if you'd go or not. For hours, you imagined the scenarios that might transpire. They would laugh at you. If you would know what to do. If you have the right things on. If they would notice that you came from a different planet. Did you get all brave in your thoughts, like you're gonna be able to go in there and deal with it and have a great time? Did you think that it might be the life of the party, that all these people were gonna to talk, talk to you and you would find out that you were wrong, that you have a lot of friends and you weren't so strange after all? Did they end up going? Did, did they mess with you? Did they single you out? Did they find you were invited because they thought you were so weird? Yeah, I think I knew you. You spent a lot of time full of hate I hate that was pure sunshine. I hate that saw for miles. I hate that it kept, kept you up at night. I hate that filled your every waking moment. I hate that carried you for a long time. Yes, I think I know you. You couldn't figure out what they saw in the way they lived. Home was not home. Your room was home. A corner was home. The place they weren't, that was home. I know you. You're sensitive and you hide it because you fear getting stepped on one more time. It seems like that when you show a part of yourself that is the least bit vulnerable, someone takes advantage of you. One of them steps on you. They mistake kindness for weakness, but you know the difference. You've been the brunt of their weakness for years. And strength is something you know a bit about because you have to be strong to keep yourself alive. You know yourself very well now, and you don't trust people. You know them too well. You try to find that special person someone you could be with, someone you can touch, someone you can talk to. Someone you you don't feel so strange around, and you find that they don't really exist, you feel closer to people on movie screens. Yeah, I think I know you. You spend a lot of the time daydreaming, and people have made comments to that effect, telling you that you're self-involved or self-centered, but they don't know, do they? About the long night shifts alone, about the years keeping yourself company, all the nights you wrapped your arms around yourself so you could imagine someone holding you, the hours of indecision, self-doubt, the intense depression, the blinding hate, the rage that made you stagger, the devastation of rejection. Well, maybe you do know. Maybe if they do, they sure do a good job of hiding it. It astounds you how you can be so smooth. How they seem to pass through life as if life itself was some divine gift. And it infuriates you to watch yourself with your apparent skill at finding every way possible to screw it up. For you, life is a long trip, terrifying and wonderful. Birds sing to you at night. The rain and the sun, the changing seasons, are true friends. Solitude is a hard-won ally, faithful and patient. Yeah, I think I know you. Thank you.
0: Let's see if this works now. Oh, hey, look, it does.
4: Hey.
0: I'm not getting constant feedback now. Doesn't sound
4: like a 90s grunge album up in here anymore. Y'all,
0: put your hands together one more time for Chewy.
4: If you find yourself sitting at the table and going, gee, this beverage I'm drinking is delightful, but I wish I had some food to go with it, you got until about 8.30 to get your pizza orders in back there. At Pizza Bandit, they have cheese, they have pepperoni, a spicy Hawaiian, Pizza, which you can have either a regular um, barbecue dust to put on top of or ghost pepper barbecue dust to put on top of. Please do not challenge Could your you friends shit about your
0: asshole anymore. <laughs> Please
4: do not challenge your friends to snort the ghost pepper barbecue dust.
0: Who the fuck comes up with
4: that one? Well, see, in the late 90s, a television show on MTV rose out of a series of skating videos known as CKY. The TV show was called Jackass. It starred one Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Bambuchera, amongst others. And they engaged in various degrees of assholery in order to entertain themselves and others.
0: Thank you for the history lesson, motherfucker.
4: <laughs> Let's get on with
0: poetry. Listen, listen.
4: There's no need to call me motherfucker. You can just call me daddy. Oh! I didn't
0: know
3: I've
4: been waiting for like six months to be able to use that line in a natural setting natural yeah you know like it just comes about in casual conversation speaking of casual conversations enough of that bullshit let's get back to the poetry y'all put your hands together for
7: brave name If
4: I had a front of you will not sort ghost pepper seasoning off of any surface anywhere. I mean,
3: if
2: not, I think Thank you, Jonathan.
7: I didn't call you just to be simply calling you. I've really been going through. There's been nobody to talk to. May I please have a word with you? Excuse me? Sorry, what you call you back? What do you mean call you back? You're busy right now. I need somebody to talk to right now. And not now, but right now. Because you see, my my life is in a crisis and I'm trying hard to fight this. And you sit up here telling me that you ain't got time. Man, this is for real this time. There might not be a next time. The people in my life are very antagonizing. It's becoming extremely antagonizing. I can't handle this stress. My heart's beating through my chest. I can't even sit down and rest. My life's busy. I stay busy. And I, I didn't try things my way. I don't shit, I don't know what else to do. My rent is due, and if I don't come up with the rent money, you already know what my landlord's gonna do. My car is no longer working, my boss, is a jerk, and for some bad decisions that I made back in the day, the government is now garnishing my checks. Damn, now what's next? A couple of weeks ago, my car got rear-ended, now my license is suspended. And I'm in arrears with my child support, so you already know what that means. Back in court. And ain't nothing funny about my baby mama wanting more money. I already told you earlier that my car wasn't working. Now I ride the bus in disgust. But getting to work, that's a must. I'm only down to two people in this world that I can fully trust. But even that's beginning to be a problem because one of them is in jail. And the other one is, well, lately you've been too busy for a brother. If you wasn't so busy with what you probably would have said, probably would have made a difference. I've been seriously, deliriously thinking about taking that obscure tour to Death's Door. Because, shit, I don't even want to live no more. You and I, we both couldn't come up with an answer. My problem was like cancer eating away at my mind. You know what? I'm going to go through with it this time. My life's too rough. I can't handle all this drama and pain. Bang! Now, I took a step that no one on earth should ever, 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 ever take. But you didn't have time for me when I was alive, so now I guess that you can talk to me at home with So all of my life's pain, sorrow, and drama, all I ever wanted you to do, was talk to me, be there for me. Mom, thank you.
4: Y'all put your hands together one more time for Brave Names. two people that sent us Instagram messages saying they were coming to send them up to the open mic have arrived yet or
0: not. One is, let's see here,
3: Colt, Colt's here. Okay. And
4: Tanner, Tanner. I don't see Tanner, but someone just pulled in. And while I love giving people the opportunity to- That was fast too, they
0: like, really- Right, right. I gotta run, because my bus about to go, like, you know, my time is about to go off, all the kids, I gotta pick them up from daycare.
4: Those parents who fucking know what I'm talking about. Also, I, I need to confess something to y'all that I told Link when he asked who the fuck would snort ghost pepper seasoning. I totally would have done that shit for like
0: 30 bucks in high school, it wasn't mattered. Let's, you know... Let's not admit that to people. Why don't you pick somebody else on the open mic list?
4: Dude, it was like 2002. $30 was still a lot of money back then. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, y'all put your hands together for your next poet up to the mic, Polly Lawson!
8: calling card, because this is really hard, to tell if we're flirting or just being friendly. A friend told me to lower my voice, but that just feels creepy. I want to kiss you. I mean, I want to be you. I mean, I want to fuck you. I mean, can I have your number? I mean, what do you say when I love you is too scary. But I knew I loved you from the first chance meeting, smiling with your full teeth and believing that I knew what I was doing. A love story looming over our heads, presuming I'm capable of committing. We just met, yet I see our future as clearly as I see you. Sure, it's a lot of hard work, but you look like you're worth it. Maybe you could think I'm worth it, too. Am I worth it to you? Please tell me yes. When you say hello back, it's more like I know all the secrets you've been keeping, holding back, not being held or held accountable. Hold me accountable. Hold me with your heart heavy. Hold me still and still believe I need you. I see you. Hello.
4: Y'all, give it up one more time for (laughs) Polly. The microphone condoms look more like microphone shower caps this evening.
0: Well, it's better than the McDonald's colored ones we had for a while. Listen,
4: we're going to get Burger King ones, and then Burger Chef ones. Oh, where are we going today,
0: Mr. P. Hey, Jonathan,
4: where are these videos that we're shooting being posted to right now? From what you've told me, they're not being posted to anywhere right now in the immediate sense. However, later, Link will edit these videos in his own home and then post them to our YouTube channel. And. If I notice they are there in an efficient and timely manner, I will post a link to said YouTube videos to our Facebook page. And they're on our website. They'll also be on our website, which is www.DeatonPoetrySlam.com. I did not include the HTTP. Nobody does. Man, in elementary school, like when the internet was a new thing, like nah, if you don't include that, it won't work right. You'll go somewhere else.
0: Come on, when I first used the internet, it was still just text, no visuals, just text. Then
4: middle school happened and we all tried to, we were doing reports on the uh, presidency and we all went to WhiteHouse.com instead of Uh WhiteHouse.gov and WhiteHouse.com used to be a pornography site. I do not know if it still is or not. Y'all, put your hands together for True!
9: Maybe I just told you that so I could hear you say it. No, I'm kidding. This one's called I Wish I Was Nintendo Switch. It's very different from like what I normally write. I wish I was Nintendo Switch, the world's best-selling video game console, capable of withstanding finger presses, hand grabs, angry youth, and violent throws from inadequately raised and spoiled rotten men. I wish I could give love the way the Nintendo eShop offers discounts. I wish I could forget my X, press B to go back, hit Y for goodbye, smash A for attack, I wish I could attack my thoughts. I want to download a better version of myself, feel the brand new downloadable content DLC for those who don't know, milk my veins of all their riches. Make love to the skin underneath where stitches breathed I can be anything, they say. But a Nintendo Switch is popular for more than its games, for more than its fan base, for more than its things. I am more than a game place. I am more than a castle. I am more than an Animal Crossing island. I am more than Minecraft and Fortnite battles. I can take my thoughts into any room and no one would blink an eye. You can connect to my net via USB and use your TV with an HDMI. I want people to see me, not see me. I want to be more than 1080p when docked and 720p when on the go. I want to be 4k, 5k, or 6k. I want to steal the fucking show. I want to be your Princess Zelda, be a reason why you stay. Maybe fly around the moon, love you every single day. I want to blow your mind in Mario Kart, teach you why I go bananas, zoom through Hyrule Castle, or even a haunted mansion. Who would want an Oculus and we could have all of us? I want to be a Nintendo Switch, but here's the thing you see. The hinge on my back is broken. I can't stand for the life of me. Grab my games case, cards, swords, guns, knives, and shoes. Yet if you play me with a player too, there's endless games to choose. You could fucking piss me off, cheat on me, or hack my heart. You could monetize my insides and just eBay me for parts. You could trade me in at GameStop, but you'll not get very much. You could jailbreak all my memories, but then you're royally fucked. Perhaps I don't want to be a Nintendo Switch. Perhaps I'll be just fine. I'll power off and go to sleep and just reset my entire mind. I could be a GameCube, Sega, Dream Machine, Atari, or PS5. But no one on this earth but you makes me feel more than alive. I'll gobble up your secrets like I'm Pac-Man on the hunt, and maybe I'll get you a ring like I'm Sonic from above. I'd love to be a Nintendo Switch, because eventually I'll grow old, and hopefully you will choose to stay when my batteries go cold.
4: Give it up one more time for True, y'all. We got five poets left in the open mic, and then we are going to go to the slam, or we're going to take a break in the middle of the slam. Or we're going to start the slam and then take a break, and we're going to go to the slam and just marathon through that shit. I'll let Link figure that out, because he's hosting the slam, not me. All right, y'all, put your hands together for your next poet of the evening. Yeah.
7: This is an endurance clap, y'all. Not, not yet, not yet. Is, I was, we're good.
0: I'm getting mixed messages about what I'm saying. I think, I think, their royal highness bad.
10: Queen
11: Quiet quite is saying, call
4: her ass up. No, no, I'm good. I'm just going to start here. And make- oh, okay. Oh, okay. Jeez, she's going to okay. make her own insights. Ah, okay. okay. So- All right, y'all, put
10: your hands together for Bunny. Bunny. crystals clear, <laughs> Originating out of darkness, the true light, as they worked for her, push! You can do it, baby, I'm right here, you can do it. I'm so tired, I'm so tired. You can do it, look at me, i, I, I love you. you can do it. Last one, on the count of three. One, two, ah! They never knew how much they needed it. Eighty-nine gifted with her energy <laughs> was good. Her name, well, she is not Tammy, and she is not her father's last name. Ownership, however, comes with a price. (laughs) And an elephant never forgets. And an elephant never forgets. And an elephant never forgets. And I ain't never been called a dumb hoe, and I damn sure ain't been a fan of dumbo blackface, but my soul, my soul remembers. Such a time-consuming gift when your mind never rests. Look at her, such an innocent, cute little girl. I'm going to kindergarten, I'm gonna be an elephant. Going to kindergarten, I can make an elephant, and I'm gonna make an elephant. Excited for the first day of school? Oh. So she's ready, in class. Okay, children, settle down, settle down, settle. All right, we're gonna do roll call. We're gonna learn each other's names. Amanda, Billy, Chuck, Dividia, Emmanuel, Frankie, so on and so forth. uh, Shemeca, okay, oh, this is a name. Tim, I, Tim, I, a nigga. Uh, Quiet down, quiet down. Here, we're just gonna call you Tim. What was such an excited, loud, vibrant baby, now such a timid little plant? Well, Dad comes to pick her up. Hey, how's school? Nothing. In the car. You alright back there? Nothing. So Dad goes and tells Mom. And mom does what mothers do and let's figure that shit out. Oh baby, your name ain't a punchline. So there's no need for laughter after it's been said. Your name ain't Tammy, and it ain't Annie. And it damn sure ain't no Tammy a nigga. Your name, Tammy for your mama, and Annie for your nana. The extra little CK for your daddy. He's all right, you be okay, baby. Okay, say with me. T-A-M-M-Y-A-N. I Semionica, Semionica, me, me Hey, you Semionica? Come on, baby. Say it with me. T A M Y A N N I Tammymyanniccatammyanniccatammyanniccatammyannicca it's 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 Hey, here, It's y a n in the and Hey, I'm Hey, I'm in the the and the to the sweat drop, down my, ooh, he fine. I'm gonna talk to him. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm glad they did this, cause finals was crazy, okay? Man, I'm in the same class as you, that history class. Yeah, you know the one with the boring white lady? Listen, she is not Jane Elliott, so we can just bypass all that black studies, okay? I bet you don't even remember my name a little different, kind of out there, but an ignorant, unwelcome voice says, what is it, (laughs) Shamika? She thinks, and she hesitates, and she thinks, and she hesitates, bitch, y'all know what the fuck you talking about, but I expect you to move on. You know what, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure your name is bitch, because you acting like one. Okay, bitch, but she goes back, and she thinks, and she hesitates, and she says, funny, huh? As if I should be ashamed of Shamika's name? boy. let me tell you something. Go on, don't play with her name or me. Keep it moving before you get your feelings hurt and potentially your face. My name is Tammy now Not Tammy or Ani for short, Tammy Annika. See, I went to a PWI, so it wasn't really that easy for me. But thankfully, we have black student unions, those support groups, those conversations. You learn where you could go, where you shouldn't go. Do not go alone and go in groups. But I made it. I got my degree. And guess what they said across that stage? Tammy Annika Horton, that's me. Now, of course, with that degree, I got my interviews. Uh, Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, Let's talk with your name. Oh, it's Tammy Annika. Oh, we'll call you Tammy for short. No, we won't. It's it's Tammy Annika. You know what, sir? I think I'm a little bit overqualified for this job, seeing how you can't even say my name. Keep the resume as a reward, I'm out. But you know what? I ain't complaining. Because balancing on the threads of life and light, ownership comes with a price that Tamianica Horton can definitely afford. Thank you.
4: one more time for today. Just in case no one noticed, I moved the microphone condom out of my back pocket to avoid any more embarrassing situations on my behalf. Just because of
0: the mic condom, right? You're not embarrassing it any other
4: way! Man, why the fuck you gotta break balls? Your table is ready at the Zoli's. Free. Do they still have I think so. I don't know. I haven't been to Fazoli's in like 20 years, man. Okay. Are there even still like Fazoli's around? Did yeah, I, there's okay. one right down the street from my house. Okay, I didn't know if I just like pulled a restaurant that had not been around out of my ass, and everybody under the age of like 30 is like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, I was like, the other day I was at Rack's Roast Beef, and everyone's just like, what the fuck? Raise your hand if you've ever heard of Rack's Roast Beef. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right, now raise your hand if you've heard of Rax Roast Beef and you're under the age of 30. <laughs> Fuck it exactly.
7: Hey, who's our next poet, Jonathan?
4: Our next poet this evening. We're back to having five, by the way. We're, four, but we're back to five. Y'all, put your hands together for duty Shamblin.
11: horror land and your station wagon explodes in the parking lot upon arrival, maybe shrugging it off and buying an extra large popcorn and heading directly to the deadly doom slide is not your best possible course of action. Or if you steal a weird camera from your creepy neighbor's basement and all the pictures you take show bad things happening like decapitation and also Tofurky and then the, all the bad things start happening from all the pictures. Maybe you stop taking pictures. Or if you move into your new house and there's a bunch of small children already living in your bedroom that your parents cannot see, maybe you don't just grab a juice box and go to play in the cemetery that is in your backyard. Or when I tell you about the ghosts that live inside my body, when I tell you I have a cemetery in my backyard and in my front yard and in my bedroom, when I tell you that trauma is a steep slide you cannot see the bottom of, that my anxiety is a camera that shows everyone I love as bones, when I tell you when I tell you that panic is a stubborn phantom and that she will grab onto me and not let go for months, this is the part of the story where everyone is telling you to run. To love me is to love a haunted house. It's fun to visit, maybe once a year, but no one wants to live there. And when you say, tell me about the bad days, it sounds like all the neighborhood kids daring each other to ring the doorbell. And you love me with the family walking through horror land holding hands. You are not stupid or careless or even brave. You've just never seen the close-up of a haunting. Darling, this love will not cure me. This love will not scrape the blood from the baseboard, but it will turn the lights back on. It will bring basil back from the farmer's market, and it will plant it in every windowsill. It's a kind of love that gives me goosebumps. And when you say to the ghost, if you're staying, then you better make room. And we kiss against the walls that tonight are not shaking. So we turn up the music and we dance to Miles Davis. And you say, my God, this house, the way that it stands, even in the month that no one goes into or comes out of it. How reckless. The way I love like the first chapter of a ghost story, like a gentle hand reaching out of a grave,
4: Put your hands together one more time for D So here's how the rest of the night is tentatively, tentatively going to work. We're gonna get through this open mic. We are going to find the judges for the poetry slam, then we are going to take a short break. Perhaps Four, I mean
0: 14.75 minutes.
4: Well, oh, for how long the break will be? Yeah. I thought you were just yelling numbers at me for some reason. Well, that, isn't that math? Just
0: like yelling random numbers at
4: people? Isn't that how, isn't that, uh, th- I, I thought that's what math class was. Just exactly. someone angrily yelling numbers at me and then once I got to like sixth grade also letters?
0: We'll, we'll need, we'll need uh, at least three but up to five highly judgmental people. So, if you're very snarky, if you're very judgmental, you're our person. If you're
4: willing to embrace your inner Simon Cowell and represent that Simon Cowell numerically, you're the exact type of person you're looking for. And you don't have to worry about your personal
0: safety. We have escorts to make sure the judges get to their
4: cars safely at the end of the night. Please note, David for Slam does not attest to the quality of these escorts, as we have never, in fact, paid them. Alright y'all, we're gonna keep this evening moving right along. Put your hands together for Aaron and James!
12: Of old shit. Kind of old shit, uh, and it's called uh, Korean. Um, it didn't matter what tune played through my headphones as I walked uh, to the. Oh, okay, sorry. So, quick thing. This is a. I wrote this for a girl I went to college with, like six or seven years ago. That I had a crush on. So, um, it may give a little bit of context, but it's um, so sorry of Um it didn't matter what tune played through my headphones as I walked to the uh, music hall. If my mind moved to her, uh, the cranks and gears and levers in my head would um, show me a picture of her relative to her, and uh, moving to the upbeat songs and dancing on me with the slow line, and give me this look when Crash Indica comes on. I had never seen my mind's mechanisms do this before. She taught my mind the basics of how to become a storyteller and a poet. I thought it was the professor who showed me a year later, but he was just putting water on seeds she had already planted them. For I, I get to that music hall and I sit down at the piano, staring at his black body, imagining her wrapped in black satin with sound waves rippling onward, where my thumbs move from the corners of her lips to her deep dimples. This poem is for the girl who had done what felt like altering my brain chemistry without even knowing.
4: run right into the stage is because gym memberships are fucking expensive. Also, last call for pizza, I'm pretty sure, so you're still hungry. Now's the time to do something about that. If, if not, you're going to have to wait till you get home or you're on the way home or something. If you're like me, you've probably got snacks in your car.
0: Like snacks anybody should eat in your car? No, nah, so,
4: so what I do is like if I go somewhere and they give me like a bag of chips, with like a sandwich or something, that shit stays in my car because, you know,
0: sometimes you're
7: driving
4: and you're like, oh man, a bag of chips would be nice. Okay, I
0: thought you were talking about like that fry that's been sitting in your cup holder for six years. I thought you were counting that as a snack. You know what?
4: I'm not even mad at you, because I you, you, you just implied that I have the type of self-control required to leave a fry in the <laughs> cup holder of my car for six years. I wouldn't have that kind of self-control. I do have enough self-control to shut the fuck up and call the next poet, though. Y'all put your hands together for Colton!
13: you drunk again. I guess you needed liquid courage that night. I could tell by the way you were looking at me that something wasn't right. You led me to the bedroom, and all the way up the stairs, I could feel the impending doom. You told me you weren't happy anymore, that you just couldn't see the future we were mapping a mere week before. I spent the next five days in a coked-out haze, threw away damn near a year of sobriety just to feel okay. I couldn't sleep, couldn't eat, couldn't think straight. But no matter how deep you compartmentalize your feelings, no matter how long you try to numb the pain, it always comes back, stronger than when you felt it last. On day six, the comedown came quick. I tried everything I could to get another fix. But then it came time for me to realize that there was no other way out than to feel through this. And that's when, out of habit, you went to leave and went in for a kiss. You quickly closed the door and I couldn't help but fall to the floor. The minutes felt like hours. The constellations of my tears scattered all over our carpet. And although they showed a beautiful kind of broken, I couldn't stop comparing them to the galaxies I saw in your eyes. Green was always my favorite color. I just never knew what shade until the first time you looked my way. And maybe I'm a beautiful kind of broken. Maybe. You because even though you put my heart through a blender, I still remain tender. Even though it felt like you stuck a knife in my chest the second you left, I still exude love with every breath. Because even though when you told me you were so much happier without me, even though it ripped my heart apart by the last scene, I couldn't help but smile. I still love you enough to be happy for you. Because even though it couldn't come for me anymore, happiness is all I have and never will wish for you. For 26 years, I've never known what it's like to be alone. I've never not tried to make someone else's heart my home. But there comes a time for everything, and time has come for me. But this time, I'm not one bit scared. Because if I take the pain and do anything with it, it will be this. I will rip open these wounds and turn them into gardens. I will plant them with so much love for myself that they will drown out the hurting. Every blocked out feeling will bloom into beauty. I will learn to nourish myself by myself, so when the next person comes along and convinces me to let them tend to this immaculate garden, if they decide one day to set it aflame, I will rise from the ashes and plant it new again. I have entered an endless spring in my heart, and I will regrow, over and over, no matter how many times I am stepped on. Thank you. <laughs>
4: Y'all keep it going for Cole. Do you need me to feel time while you adjust these lights? I did. You already did? Alright. Alright y'all, we are down to the penultimate poet of the open mic round. That's Link's favorite word. It's almost like giving him a dollar. I looked like he was going to have some type of witty remark, but I think he was just working on his cheese pole. Okay, alright y'all put your hands together for the penultimate poet of the open mic round, Tanner!
1: with men that I trusted. I had my hands placed on who I thought was a sister. I learned love from the wrong things. Maybe this is why physical touch is so important to me. Those I thought loved me always stood so close. My parents were physically affectionate. Affectionate, I said, not inappropriate. It was others that tried to convince me of their love through inappropriate touching always followed up with the most sincere care that anyone could give another. Juan always called me, made me fall in love with the way he gave me his attention when most just told me to be quiet. He listened to me talk every time before he touched me at 14 in his six-shift jeep. He asked me questions like he cared about what I had to say when he only cared that what I said was going to build trust with him. And I wouldn't scream and run anymore. He told me that he truly loved me and who I was, and would always be there. I didn't know that there meant in my dreams, I mean nightmares at 23. I didn't know that there meant in my mind when I was trying to convince myself he was disgusting. I didn't know there meant stained into my skin and sewn into my brain as nothing but fucking trauma. I thought he was good for me at 14. Maybe my drug addiction was because of my ADHD. You know, mental illness means you have to have an addictive personality. Maybe my drug addiction filled my constant need for sensory and touch. Or maybe the drugs at 14 flooded in my mind from constantly wondering why someone is always touching me in unwanted ways. Maybe the drugs made me feel something more than the crippling feeling in my stomach that told me that whatever just fucking happened was sickening and disgusting. My parents, split at a young age though, crying outside a classroom as a teacher tried to explain that to me. Maybe all this trauma is why I question myself when you, a lover, won't come near me, doesn't want to cuddle on this couch, wants nothing sexual for me. Maybe the way you show love doesn't fit the way it takes for me to feel it. Do I stink? Am I ugly? Is there a reason you're six feet from me? Is it COVID? Is it you? Is it me? Is there a reason you don't touch my hand after we've loved and laughed all day?
7: What is the reason you don't touch me? Why do I feel you don't want me? Maybe it's because you're sober and your mental illness is taking over.
1: And you won't touch me because you wish they hadn't touched you. So our traumas come for a circle, causing us issues when we're older. However, my addiction has become a winning battle. You could hurt me at 14, but 10 years after, you just don't matter.
4: Y'all, yeah, put your hands together one more time for Tanner. Also, before we call our final poet of the open mic up here, it's the fucking first day of spring, y'all. Yeah. Hey Jonathan, do you know what else today is? Um Greek Orthodox New Year? <laughs> is it? I, I, I
0: wonder, like, did you make
4: that shit up? Sorry. I yes, I actually yes, I didn't. I am sure there is a Greek Orthodox New Year. I did not make that up. What date it occurs on, I am unsure of.
0: I was just gonna say that uh, today is our sixth anniversary. Here at Yellow Cap Tower! Oh, that too, yeah.
4: The fuck up for yellow cab. for putting up with our bullshit for the last six years. And I mean that literally.
8: Putting
3: up with our bullshit. It was but January. To
4: <laughs> <break>. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Greek Orthodox. The Greek link. Greek Orthodox New Year's on January 14th. Who gives
0: a fuck? Polly looked it up for us somebody out there gives a fuck. Somebody outside cares? Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure that our next show on April 3rd will be on the credenze? We'll be outside. <laughs> We're going to be back outside. So it'll be reversed. Like, We'll all be sitting out there enjoying lovely weather. Unless it rains and we'll all be huddled in here. Shit!
7: We'll
4: However, if it starts raining while we are out there, just Ryan, Y'all can sit in here and then Just go outside and read under the tent. And then we'll move in here during the break. Uh, Our final poet of the night? night? Well, the open mic portion of the evening more specifically. Y'all put your hands together for Gary!
5: Um,
0: oh man. But can we talk about this sweater for a second? Yes, we can. What would you like to know about it? What would you like to know? Okay, uh, where did you get it? Why did you get it? It's good. Um, yeah, thank it's you. awesome.
5: It's fucking also, awesome. I love
0: the So shirt. Thank you. I did a show over there for Dayton Youth Radio,
5: like, a couple of months ago, and Basim is just the sweetest. I love them so much. They're amazing. They are. Anyways. <laughs> Let's just go through my notes and see if there's anything that's readable. Okay, Um, here's one. It's very short. It's only like five lines. Uh, I don't remember writing. One poem. One poem, okay. When you're certain you're ready, leap into my thousand-mile arms. I'll constrict the love out of you with my overbearing vice grip. And that's it. Thank you.
4: straight white male, so that was pretty much assumed by everybody in the room before the even said it, so. But speaking of me being a liar, we have another last poet, which doesn't make any sense because you only have one last poet. Y'all, put your hands together for love! Please note, David poet are saying, what compensating love for their appearance on stage this evening, merely making change to the admission charge for which they were
6: compensated appropriately.
14: What? I don't
3: know.
14: Can <laughs> y'all hear me
3: okay?
14: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Alright, Ben. Come on. I'm
14: trying out here. <laughs> Woo! 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 Move shit! shit. New. New. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll not do this. Alright. is just wrong. My heart is open and bleeding, still beating, and it still craves you. My mind is telling me to walk away, and my heart is screaming to stay. My eyes puddle from my own hurt and confusion. Like, I know, quote, said situation is this and said situation is that. As my chest got tight, from anxiety and my eyes puddled with emotion at a new beginning, you said, say it. And I said, I love you. And you said it back and my heart clenched in disbelief. My fight or flight kicked in and I'm not sure if yours did too, but we both became distant, maybe at an attempt to dismiss this. Fast forward and we, flew back again. I love you is being said and felt everywhere. Random anime, binges, Netflix and sex, jokes and vulnerable word Play fighting and nights out. The word babe and all the cliches like be safe. Like I know because you said said situation is this and said situation is that but you said I love you and between vulnerable words, views, and stupid moments, I felt it back. Now hearing you say I love you just sounds like I want you, and I want and love her too. And while we're laughing, I throw in there, I want you, and I want and love her too. My heart is open and bleeding, still beating, and it still craves you. This distance is making it feel like a memory my mind is feeling the stupidity stupidity yet somehow my heart still holds love as raw as it is for opening up to you i was opening up to myself too
7: see i grew and for a moment it was with you this distance makes me feel like a kid again say daddy issues
14: but it feels like i just got taught how to ride a bike, and you're pushing me without the training wheels, and this sting is the equivalent to my elbow bleeding, and my confusion slash confliction between my heart and mind feels like how my chest does when you say you're okay. My mind agrees with you because I know you said said situation is this and said situation is that, but my heart still beating craves you. That's all, but yeah. I'll be okay. Here you go for love! I mean, who doesn't want to
0: applaud love? What the fuck? Seriously. I mean,
4: there's probably somebody out there that's like, nah, love's terrible.
0: Well, we're poets. We've all said that at some well, point. Well, I mean, right. Or else we wouldn't be writing poetry.
4: They've got a saves-the-day CD in their car still.
0: All right, so we're going to be taking about a 15-minute break. Actually, make it a 10. We'll kick off at 9. So we got 8 people in the slam right now. We're going to keep that 8. So it's going to go eight, four, two. kind of rushing. We'll tell you how to judge when we get there. So 15-minute break, please. Go visit the bar, tip aggressively, and, and receive, receive rewards in heaven. heaven. So we'll be right back. There we go. All right. We'll be back in 15 or 10 minutes, folks. We'll be right back. And that was the open mic portion of the March 20th, 2022 session of the Dayton Poetry Slam. Coming up in two weeks, we'll have the slam from that night. And as always, come join us at Yellow Cab Tavern the first and third Sunday of every month. And check out our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Have a great time. Thanks for joining us. Hey, don't do anything I would. If you do, hold out for six mil and helicopter. See you at the slam. Copyright 2022 Dayton Poetry Slam. All work is the rights of the poets themselves and are the work of the poets themselves unless otherwise mentioned.